Jersey Jew, the Red Pill Party podcast, man. It's Wednesday, which is wild slash wicked women Wednesday. And to be honest with you, I really don't have uh, much material, but I'm going to freelance, freestyle, if you will. So this will pretty much be like a Friday for me. So <clears throat> 722 right now course i'm at my job uh done with pretty much everything now it's the waiting game and what i'm trying to do here is wait until these people leave because they had basketball practice and you have girl scouts going on so i'm sort of working around people but also like away from people i i essentially want to get everything done and kind of go go in my personal spot and uh, do my podcast. So I'm like, I'm, I'm like multitasking now because I am podcasting with you guys, but I'm also like keeping my eyes peeled for these people to leave. And I'm smoking some fine chronic. <coughs> I don't even know what, what strand this is. I guess me and the, uh, me and the other, me and the guy had a falling out. So I'm gonna have to find uh, a, another distributor i, I kind of just been thinking like you know it would be nice to get like a, a card like a weed card and shit but at the same time i'm kind of like reaching that point where like i don't i don't hate smoking i don't have a problem with smoking weed i enjoy smoking it's just the hassle of really dealing with people man dealing with negroes <laughs> But yeah, not sure what the strand is. Take a couple more pulls and put this out. I don't want to get too fucked up on here. Get into high conversations. Um, we have uh, only two videos. One video is like over 30 minutes long. <coughs> and of course, I plan on butchering that up. Uh, ironically, I don't even know if I'll call this Wild Women Wednesday, but I'm just going to do it anyway. Wicked slash Wild Women Wednesday. Uh, I want to give another shout out. If I can find the fucking content creator's name here. Another shout out to Pank Book Lesson. Pank Book Lesson. Which, which, by the way, people, is a melanated woman speaking facts, speaking logic. And unlike most guys, see, like, there's too much BS going on. Now, <clears throat> I'm, I'm hearing everything when it comes to, uh, like, Undead Chronic is, and see, this is what's funny to me. For people that know who Undead Chronic is, I mean, you probably don't 
don't know him because he doesn't show his face, which is kind of like a pet peeve of mine, but it is what it is, man. Um, He's been attacked. I'm not saying attacking, like, per se, but I'm saying he's had a lot of words for Kevin Samuel. He's had a lot of words for Donovan Sharp. He's had a lot of words for Rolo Tomasi. So it's obvious to know that a guy like Undead Chronic is not considering himself the manosphere. Guys are saying that Undead Chronic is MGTOW, and it's like, no. They kind of got the misconception because he's doing a lot of shit with Hammerhand. And shout out to Hammerhand. I listened to uh, his test his test stream earlier. Always good information. But, like, that's the crazy thing. Like, if you allow the manosphere to be everything in your life, then you'll just spend time bickering back and forth about Who's red pill? Who's MGTOW? Who's this? Who's that? Worry about your progress. Worry about the tasks that you need to do. You dig? Matter of fact, man, where's the red pill pastor at? I know the red pill pastor is in this bitch somewhere. Where is the red pill pastor? Pastor pill? Um, excuse me. Pastor pill? Y'all need to quit talking about other folk and start practicing getting your shit Get your stuff together. Because look, man, at the end of the day, see me, I'm going to continue to do this type of work. I'm going to continue to do these type of podcast episodes. A lot of times, like, I, we're going to cook up nine times out of ten. <coughs> I actually did my homework. I did my homework this time and uh, checked out the videos in its entirety. I will say that the first clip, I think we're going to go through the 10-minute the clip first. Because I think for the most part, I can go through that. And then I'll take notes on my phone while the video's playing. And when it's done, I'll be able to give a brief uh, perspective or my view of what is taking place. But what I want to address, the division thing... I mean, the division thing was bound to happen, I guess. But if you're like one of those guys who are like, yo, I I can watch 21 Studios and I can listen to Hammerhand or I can, um, who else is like beefing? Or who the fuck else? Like, I can, I can be an ABBA and Preach fan, which I'm not, no disrespect. And I can be a Fresh and Fit fan. And it's not, it shouldn't be a problem. <clears throat> it's just when it comes to I've talked about this a couple of days ago when they had the uh, the six podcast with uh, Donovan Sharp, Rolo Tomasi, Hotep Jesus, uh, Minister Jap, and I forgot the other guy's name. When they were talking about going mainstream, the only person who was logical and I want to give a shout out. I want to give a horn shout out to Rolo Tomasi. <laughs> Because he's been saying this shit for a while now. For, for as far as I can remember, at least three years flat. Where he said, the red pill does not need to be mainstream. It will not be a good look. It will not get its fair share the way that feminism had. It will not get a fair chance. You see what's going on with MGTOW. And I'm not saying MGTOW as a whole. I'm talking about the media's perception 
of what MGTOW is. Oh, well, this is a bunch of losers and a bunch of virgins. And and they'll, they'll say shit like, well, you know, MGTOW are just a group of angry men who can't get women. Oh, all right, all right. Or they'll get mixed up with the true force loners. Or they'll get mixed up with incels. Or they'll get mixed in with the black pill. And that's really what it becomes. So why the fuck would you want to go mainstream unless you're just all about profit? Now, I'm not questioning not one person that I mentioned that was on that panel. I'm just stating my opinion. If you're so tied in with the red pill being mainstream, then there has to be something more than just reaching reaching the masses. You got YouTube, you got YouTube content creators who speak on this type of uh, information and they have a hundred over 120,000 view uh, subscriptions. I mean, I'm not trying to tell a person how to live their life at all by any means. And I'm against telling who's red pill and who's not. I'm, I'm just against all that. You either have the awareness or you don't. Keep in mind, you can consider somebody red pill all you want, but if they don't acknowledge it for what it is, then they're just not red pill. Now, they may be like-minded, but who the fuck, like, <clears throat> I'm not really with the division shit, dude. Like, I'm just really not. And I feel that the more that this happens, I'm going to continue to listen to who I want to listen to regardless. So, like, my playlist are just people who I'm subscribed to is just mind-blowing. Just people, like, for example, right? <clears throat> I talked about Tommy Sotomayor a couple years ago in a negative light because... I noticed him and uh, another YouTube content creator, Hassan Campbell, known as Poppy, um, known for the Africa Bambada, uh, Africa Bambada scandal, allegedly. <clears throat> We're going back and forth. And Tommy Sotomayor said, if, you, if you're subscribed to this man, then unsubscribe from me. Right? Like, you're telling people who are going to listen to and do what the fuck they want regardless to either side with you or side with the other person. And I questioned it and I got all this blowback and I even got a response from none other than Tommy Sotomayor himself. And I explained that I don't have to subscribe to you hundred percent. I'm subscribed to you. It doesn't mean I agree with you. I may agree with, with some things that Hassan Campbell says. I may mostly agree with what you say, but the point is I don't have to support either one of y'all 100%. Y'all got enough support. <laughs> you feel me? But like that was just my little gripings with, 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 with Tommy Sotomayor. His work is his work. His name speaks for himself. He's a king of controversy. He has a lot of insightful shit. I'm just waiting for him to take the red pill and just come on over. You already have most of your audience pretty much because like, there's like what happens, like how, in my opinion, how Tommy Sotomayor got on fresh and fit was just too many references of one another. You know, Tommy Sotomayor is notorious for saying, and I won't even say claim because I saw the clip that, uh, Kevin Samuels was, was kind of jacking his flow and was blatantly taking the shit that he was taking and wasn't giving any credit. You know what I mean? Some plagiarism shit. Now, <clears throat> does that change how I feel about Kevin Samuels? No, not really. I mean, 
he's effective, but he's mostly effective towards women. He's not really effective towards men because you're just telling women what a high value man expects. And then the guys are just there like, okay, I'm an average nigga making average money. Or even if I'm a little bit up to, uh, towards that higher living, I, I, I still, you know what I'm saying? Like what I'm trying to say is everything isn't for everybody. Like people will come across my shit and think I'm a fucking maniac. But I know the 23 to 27 year olds, which is usually my targeted demographic anyway, they fuck with it in a large majority. Anybody who's my age, they're probably just a seasoned veteran. They've been like me, red pill for nearly five, five, five to seven years. And you kind of you, you you're able to sort of test the water and with the YouTube channel, I'm still planning a lot of things with the New Age Traditionalism channel. Um, not just, you know, reiterated podcast episodes of the past, but also uh, I would say structured live videos. I don't want to do 15 regular 15, 20 minute long videos. I'm known to ramble. <coughs> so if I just have maybe just some light notes, uh, uh, bullet points, if you will, to really speak off of and make something really thought provoking for the people. And I stated this before, I'll state it again. Like, I'm all for a guy who puts over 10 hours a week. <coughs> a person who puts over 10 hours a week into their channel and they put time, effort, and consideration. And, you know, some of these guys ask for money, all right? This is like the blurred line because you have people who will point out PUAs and say, well, PUAs just charge men uh, money for game, but then you're on YouTube, you're on your platform doing the same thing, but you consider it red pill. Come on now. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Because, see, I can't be the only person that notices this. When a detractor starts to make valid points, you have to... <coughs> you really have to take a step back. <coughs> Damn, this is good weed. Let me drink some of this Turkey Hill green tea, ginseng collaboration real quick. All right, good. Apologize for the coughing, man. It's just, just good weed. I keep telling myself I'm, I'm putting it out, and I put it out, and then I end up lighting it back up. That's how good it is. Um, what's going to end up happening, right, men, gentlemen, out there in the manosphere, Red Pill, MGTOW, Ibmore, all the groups within the manosphere, even people who have similar words, we have similar discussions, but you don't consider yourself either or, right? We're going to spend too much time bickering and complaining. And you already know what's taking place. The women, <coughs> the women are actually stepping up. Yeah. The women. The women are actually stepping up and becoming excellent content creators who make excellent points. My little, uh, I guess allusion to certain women to say that I'm sexist will be fine because I don't give a fuck. I don't have shit to prove to you women because there's a lot of women out there who 
I, I can't say that they're in the manosphere, but I guess they would be considered allies. I don't even want to use that term. That sounds like a feminazi language. Comrades of, of the pill, if you will. A lot of these women are coming in. They're coming up with good content. They're putting out the same things that a lot of these men, a lot of guys like myself point out, but they have a way of doing it. Um, I support these women. Now, I don't support him 100%, just like I don't support my favorite content creator 100%. Like, <clears throat> and this may sound fucked up, and I hope people remember this, like, even, even like, years after I'm dead or whatever, like, with the podcast episode, and if I go anywhere forward beyond just the podcast, or if I become more exclusive on this platform or that platform, I will never require someone to give me money for my information. I will when I will never require an individual to hand me money for the things that I need to address. I'm a regular everyday dude, but I carry myself different. I stay to myself which to a lot of people, you say, hey, man, that, that seems kind of lonely. I mean, life is lonely, dude. I mean, if you really think about your childhood growing up and all of the temporary people that you were around, these people that you considered your friends, your girlfriends, you've had this belief and high expectations for these people or high hopes for these people, I should say, and they let you down. So you spend all of these years trying to reconnect with people that you've disconnected with a long time ago. Not even physically, more of a, a spiritual, uh, mental, psychological way of looking at it. Like you sort of outgrow the people around you. And it only and it only proves that you're the only person growing. You're the only person who's taking the time and consideration on bettering yourself, however you choose to do so. I, I do my form of meditation, which is really smoking smoking cannabis and brainstorming, believe it or not, not all of us are lazy. Those who smoke, we still have jobs. We have cars. We have houses. We have productive shit going on. We just like to smoke. Now, growing up, I used to just smoke just to smoke. I was I was wild, bro. We used to roll like I, I would, baby wrist. Like the blunts, the blunts were the size of baby wrist. Infant wrist. An infant's wrist. That's what we would roll up. An infant's wrist. That's what the blunts would look like. And I used to just do it to do it. And then I I was able to transform it into like my form of medication. And yeah, uh, people would say, you're self-medicating by smoking marijuana. You're absolutely right. People who meditate also self-medicate. Uh, but that medication is due to meditation. The medication aspect is the effect more so than the product. Um, if if marijuana was out of the market and the only way that you can get high is by drinking a carbonated soda that was uh, infused with cannabis, I would be drinking that bitch all day. And I don't get high. I get high and sometimes talk about dumb shit, but some, most of the time I get high and I just think about life. I think about the things going on. 
I'm able to uh, self-evaluate more, think about my plans going forward. Keep in mind, I can do this sober too, but doing it high is a lot better. A lot of creativity. My music, the music you heard just now, or the music you heard in the beginning is called Disney Channel Vibes. Or not Disney Channel, uh, Discovery Channel Vibes. I make weird music with weird titles. And like I said, that's a part of my process. Another form of meditation. There's multiple forms <clears throat> of meditation, man. And I'm saying this to say, with smoking, that was just my form. Um, a lot of people would agree. Shout out to Undead Chronic. Um, there's not really a lot of us, but there's a good amount of us who, who smoke, who are 420 friendly and also happen to be a red pill weird individual. I don't promote pot as like, oh, this is some cool shit. It's cool for me. I'm I'm perfectly fine with it. I do believe it should be legal. Um, if if cigarettes are legal, and I smoke cigarettes, unfortunately, if cigarettes are legal, and I can buy a pack and, and, and damn near cause throat cancer, lung cancer, emphysema, right? Then why not sell marijuana? You feel me? But I incorporated marijuana in my meditation. I incorporate my marijuana when it comes to making music. I incorporate my marijuana when I'm right here with you guys doing a podcast. You fucking right. Fucking right. I'm about to light this shit back up since I talked about it. And we're going to play. We're going to start these uh, these thingies, these videos. These are two videos from, uh, is it Pink Lesson Book? I got to get, is it Pink Book Lesson I really don't mean to get the, the names mixed up. It is Pink Book Lesson. Now, once again, I'm telling you men right now. When this gets popular, and it will, it will get popular because I'm relentless. I don't give a fuck. And even if it doesn't, in my mind, by me continuing to live the life that I'm living and being able to come on here, still do what I do, still make money, <clears throat> still save money save time, energy, and money not dealing with women. And that's, look, I know this sounds harsh for a lot of women, and I know a lot of women just don't give a fuck. But just understand, either or type of women, there's more men who are thinking the way that I think. There's actually a good amount of women, like we're about to display tonight, who who also understand what's going on. And they're also getting tired of it because they're the ones... <clears throat> You really got to think about this. And I and sometimes I prevent myself from getting too much into the Tommy Sotomayor attitude because of one thing. I've seen a good amount of productive black women, right? They have to be even more angrier than the black women who are actually hood boogers and being criticized because they're the ones who are actually productive. They're the ones with the good head on their shoulder and they're the ones being told, oh, you're not black enough. You're not hood enough by these hood boogers with nothing to offer. So we, I, I got to take a stand for the the women, not the hoes, not the whorehounds, not the thotties, not the thought bots, not the German shepherds, but the women who are actually out here. It's not that they're on our side. I don't look at it like that. This isn't like a, a, a chess game to me. You feel me? This is just 
logic over emotions. Shout out to Tommy Sotomayor. It's logic over emotions. When a woman can articulate herself, make valid points without getting emotional. And it's not to say that she's like she has a, a face of stone or she, she doesn't display emotions. What I mean by emotional is I mean problematic, uh, over the top, loud, disrespectful, etc. It's a great thing. So we're going to get into that. Let me go on to my red pill playlist. Uh, I would describe this shit, but I'm just going to let the video play. And then I'm going to talk about it briefly after. It's a 10 minute long video. We're going to go through at least five minutes of it before I pause it. Because I notice, <clears throat> excuse me, I notice I tend to do that a lot. And that's just because I'm excited to really speak on the issue. But I also realize that this is somebody else's content. And it's funny because I'm reacting to somebody reacting to another person. It's like third person reactions. This is revolutionary shit. I don't think people really think about it. Only a few times have I, <clears throat> I've went through actual compilation videos. And the reason why I stopped doing it wasn't because they were bad. It was because I wouldn't be able to really display it here because a lot of it is just video. You know, most of the shit that I display are the women who are talking or the men who are talking briefly making a point. So I just want to clear that up. So we're going to play a good five minutes of this, and then I'm going to give my uh, opinion. Then we're going to finish it up. I was online. I was looking up, and I saw this story, article, whatever whatever have you. It's a lady that had, like, eight relationships. And after all her eight relationships, they all failed. So they all went to get married. They proposed to other women, but she never got proposed to. She never got married. And she started thinking to herself, like, Am I the problem? You know, think about it like you had relationship after relationship. You thought you was in love and you thought you were going to make it down the, down the aisle and you only made the supermarket aisle. <laughs> so, <laughs> and with that being said, Jordy, is it like she's too toxic for love? You know, like when, I, when you hear the story, what do you think? First thing I'm thinking is she's the common denominator. She's been with eight different men. She can't make it work with any of them, but they're able to go on and find other women to have good relationships with then yeah, I'm looking at her. Something is wrong. Today's video comes from Eight at the Table. Before we get started, take a second to make sure that you are subscribed to this channel. Click the notification bell for all updates. And if you're new, include new subscriber in your comment below. And I'm gonna try my best to respond to all of you. Not gonna waste any time here. Let's go ahead and get into it. Um, I don't think anyone is necessarily too toxic for love, but I do believe that love now isn't always positive especially with relationships like between two unhealed people like their unhealed traumas um and not for nothing just because people are getting married does not mean that's a successful relationship just saying that right there that could be a band-aid you know like eight filled relationship and they went on to get married like if that happened to you what are you what are your thoughts where's your head at um well honestly i'm a very like stay in my lane kind of person I'm really not too worried about what other people are doing with their lives. But it really would cross my mind like what part I played in the whole relationship. And like if my negative um, reactions or maybe tendencies outweighed my positive, you know? But I still feel like it takes two to tango. If you have <laughs> eight failed relationships and they go on to be married, mm -hmm. even if it's not successful, 
they are seeing a more purposeful future with that person after you. It is true that just because they got married doesn't mean that they should have been married or they were qualified for marriage. Those kind of situations, that's when you end up in divorce court. We understand that. But we're not talking about them. They always change the subject. They're talking about the lady who had eight unsuccessful relationships and now her exes, they moved on, they're engaged or married. And then she tried to slip in that spread the blame strategy. Let's continue. You have to, like, people have to, women have to understand this. Y'all are hard-headed and women don't listen. Sometimes. That's a very likewise what? statement. Coming from a man He is absolutely right. Women don't listen. And did you see, as soon as he said that, they started doing what? Trying to argue and not listen. And for the younger ladies out there, you can avoid a lot of trouble in life simply by listening. Don't be hard-headed. Don't make the same mistakes as other people. Listen. A very Listen. likewise statement. No, but it doesn't, <laughs> it does not matter. What I'm trying to say is she had eight failed relationships. You're not going to sit here and convince me that it was not a safe space and guys don't like to talk. No, they're talking. She's not being receptive, right? Everybody talks in different ways. If you have eight failed relationships, you don't know how to listen. You do not know how to take direction. And direction is not like... I don't want to put that in a submissive aspect, but taking direction, like maybe, hey, you know what? You need to just do this, just this way. So then that way you get further in your life. And guess what? Maybe she doesn't listen in that regard. Hey, if you want for me and you to be better, I need you to do this so then I could give you that. Maybe she's not listening in that regard. But women tend to not listen. The ones that I believe jump from relationship to relationship to relationship to relationships because she doesn't listen to anybody. And as a man, we are supposed to be the provider and we're supposed to be the leader. But if you're not allowing him to lead because you're just not listening, then it's going to cause confrontation and want it. And I know he communicated that in a way that the women could really understand. He didn't want to get them too fired up by saying submit, but I'll say submit too. Women, you have to know how to listen to the man, take direction, cooperate, submit. Everything you gladly do every day on your job with them folks. Keep that same energy. You know what to do. As I always Perfect time to stop. Perfect time to stop and address some things. Matter of fact, where's the Street Fighter voice? Perfect. All right. Number one, I want to address that the woman didn't take any notice that this man was mentioning a woman with eight different men. She's been with eight different men. Those eight different men ended up in committed relationships. We won't even use marriage, but they are in committed relationships. And this woman is bickering and complaining and wondering what went wrong. But this goes back to self-accountability, which I'll talk about that a little bit later. But it's really, it's really interesting because a woman's hard-headed. See, a woman will always tell you that a man is hard-headed. Women are hard-headed. It's just their heads are a little bit uh, more hollow, let's just say. And what these, like I said, it, it's, it goes to show you. Now, 
A woman who goes from relationship to relationship, she has a personal problem. That's just my opinion. A woman, see, a lot of guys will say a woman who's, including myself, a woman who is dirtying up and who is not married and who is not in a relationship and who is and who is currently seeking one, there's something, there's something going on. You know what I mean? Something's happening. You stink. You on that PCP shit? <laughs> you know what I mean? They they offer something. Angel dust, PCP, the love boat, you name it. They off of it. Let's finish this up. Yeah, you just don't want to do it. And like he said, no one wants to put up with your crap. Not any man. No race. I don't understand what you're saying. I just disagree with that. Men, <laughs> I'm not talking about you. Okay. And I know we have different perspectives on, perspectives on this, but do you feel like men, in general, when you take a, a mental account of you and of, of your friends, do you feel like men in general walk on eggshells, try to avoid fights, try to avoid confrontation? Yeah, no. Wait, just hold on. Try to I'm avoid. You. You're not even a man. Try to avoid confrontation, like this, that, and the other. <laughs> or are they direct? Um, comprehensive, succinct, and clear on whatever their issues are. My, all of my friends, every one of them, and I have a strong group of friends, but I'm also going to say that my friends are pretty much successful in all of the things that they did. And being successful, actually, in one thing, is the same requirements in all of them. So yes, they are direct. Yes, they voice their opinion. Yes, they're comprehensive. They had to teach me to be open-minded, to also be receptive, to listen on the feedback. All of us do. And you have to be that way, especially when you're dealing with these modern women. If they see any weakness in you, they will try to challenge your authority. And when they do that, it can get really, really bad. When, when, Oliver, like Oliver, for example, no offense, mm -hmm. Oliver. Oliver would never fit in my circle of friends. Never, he would never fit in my. Now, in my opinion, this is where the conversation kind of gets irrelevant because look, <clears throat> I I have a very small circle of friends. I'm who I am, regardless if I'm with those people or not. When you include others, or when you try to incorporate others in your way of thinking. If you're not 100% with what you talk about, you just look like a clown. Um, with that being said, most women, most men, let's just say this straight up, most men are submissive to attractive women. Regardless of claims, there's individuals like this guy will say, all of my friends are direct, but who are you direct with? See, that's that's the thing. He's not saying who he's directed to. He's talking about women, but that can be incorporated to white bitches. You're going to be directed. You're going to be direct. And by when I hear the term direct, I just think of cold approach. And I'm really against that shit. It has nothing to do with the time period or nothing. Fuck the whole uh, rape allegation possibility and all that dumb shit. I mean, just in general, like, I've always stated when a woman gives you eye contact or when a woman is doing certain things and giving off indicators of interest, she, in a way, is uh, subliminally submissing to you. She's submitting to you. 
Now you can make the move and you can do what you have to do. When you just go up to a woman and just spit some game, even if a woman a woman may may actually be feeling you, but you may have just caught her off guard. You may you may have caught the bitch on the wrong day. She may be on the fucking rag. You know how emotional these women get. You might get stabbed over it. Like, damn it, you just you just poked me. But that's just how it is. Because when you use these terms like a woman being submissive, these women are going to react negatively from the rip. You can't expect anything other than that. She's going to speak from the feminine. She's going to speak from that feminine uh, narrative where, oh, she's not going to submit to a man. She doesn't need a man. You'll hear all these type of things. Then later on, these bitches are broken. You'll be like this woman with, oh, let's just finish this off. A circle of friends I, I because the that. way that we speak about our situations and the way that we address our situations is so left from him. Now, you asked me that question. Yes, we do give it. There would never be a friend in, in my phone that says, hey, yeah, I wanted to talk to my girl about this, but I don't feel like there was a safe space to speak about it. That doesn't exist. Oh, no, no, no. I wasn't talking about safe spaces. What I'm talking about is there are oftentimes men, they like, yo, I don't want the headaches. So I ain't even finna bring it up. They that, feel that's what I'm talking about. Talk about. No, that's not a safe space. Yes, it is. Okay. Think about it. I mean, I get, what, I get what you're saying and I get what he's saying. But, you gotta feel comfortable. What, what am I saying? Okay, so what I'm trying to say because they don't want to feel comfortable because they're going to argue. It's not about... So why would you just say that? You just said that the guy don't want to talk because it's going to be what? You, what you just said? There may be an argument. So may, if if he's thinking it's going to be argument, that... You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, if you are in your late 20s, early 30s, late, late 30s, if you're single, you are somehow toxic. There's something that's not working. That's not Why? true. You've been, you been dating since yeah. you were 16 years old. Like, now you're dating your 40 and you're still single. There is something wrong with you. Honestly speaking, when I when I hit 25, I was like, damn, there is something probably wrong. Maybe he's living toxic. This is Come what on. I'm doing. But I'm, why? Woman. What did I say earlier? Now, I know I heard this earlier, but I didn't mean to bring it up right around the time that she addressed it. Okay, so if you are a woman, right? Let's just, if we can use previous generations, this shit is, this shit is unacceptable. It doesn't matter how you try to flip it. And then you got these fat dumpster shaped bitches talking about they want high value men looking like Yokozuna, looking like Rikishi, bitch fuck out of here got shoulders like the big show fuck out of here face looking like china from dx get the fuck out of here come on man these bitches are are just out of their fucking minds and then the guys it took the guys to go yeah i'm not dealing with this shit at all bro for women to say well there's something wrong with that guy how can that guy not want to date me sure i've been with eight men and sure, these were unsuccessful relationships. And sure, I'm still talking about it. But I'm the prize. They get married by the time they're in their late 20s, early 30s. You know but toxicity isn't the only reason. Okay, but I'm just saying, so you just being single out here for no reason. Yes. You're yes. A, good yes. Man, a woman yes. by a good man, you're just single and you're not some toxic. Some women don't want marriage. Some women don't want marriage. Most women that I know that are in the, in the 
late 20s, early 30s. And are they successful they and happy they in a relationship? They are successful in certain areas, but the relationship thing, I know what they're not successful because okay. they, they're, they're your friends. Why can't he just choose to want to be single? Whoa, this shit. This weed is firing me up. I'm about to tear this shit up right now. A man, let's just use that. And I've always brought this shit up, but I love to use the age 30 because 30 means different things to a man than a woman. See, I'm 33 years old. I knew when I turned I turned 30 and, and nothing really changed right away, of course. Time had to set in. Then, you know, with more time granted with experience comes more opportunity. So at work, I've really climbed the ladder. So, so some would say I've definitely climbed the ladder and made, you know, damn near 12,000 more than what I was making last year, nigga. <laughs> and I really wish it's funny. Actually, no, probably 15 now. <laughs> 15 more. My bad. So I was I was already beginning to to make progress. But in my mind, nothing really changed, meaning I was still who I was. I just began making wiser decisions. Even with the podcast, I wanted to go in a more serious direction. Yeah, we bullshit. Yeah, we roast and fry these dumb, retarded broads. But we also come with a powerful message. I think that's the representation of what the, the manosphere should be. And I'm not trying to be a person who claims to be head or really part of anything. I acknowledge the manosphere. I believe what I say could be related and referenced by the manosphere. I consider myself red pill without a doubt. I consider myself the um, prescriber of harsh realities. And since I've had enough harsh realities, I figure I'll give you guys, you know, my opinions and some of my experiences. And that's how the podcast continues to exist. You know what I'm saying? But what I'm saying is a woman who's 30 a woman, a woman who's 30, a woman who's not married, and a woman who's not in a relationship at age 30 and up, she is in crisis. Because nine times out of 10, she has friends that are married. She has friends that are in committed relationships, right? So anytime that she goes out with her friend or whatever, she's usually the third wheel, or she's with two of her girlfriends, one's, one's married, the other one's in a long-term relationship, and she's constantly hearing stories back and forth about what the husband or what the boyfriend and then we're doing during the weekend. I'm sure these bitches who are 30 and up, they're miserable. Now, this isn't to take away anything from the guys either. See, we, we live in a society where we're placed in a fucked up position regardless. So you can be a guy who's pulling bitches and still live a fucking miserable life. Because if these are the women who are only available for this sense, I'm sure there's gonna there's gonna be a sad thing that takes place. You're gonna see less childbirth because a lot of men are just not gonna subscribe to we want families, but we don't we don't want 
and consistent uh, baby mama terrorist. Salute to Mr. Palmer. We don't want baby mama terrorist. We want solid, right? And when I say solid, I mean the, just the term, not weight-wise. You fucking dumpster, oven-shaped, walk-in, walk-in freezer-shaped bitch. You fucking tool-shed-shaped bitch. We're not talking about y'all... When we say solid, we mean solid, like, reliable. And see, men don't really rely on women for much. But I think today, more than anything, a, a guy would say that none of these bitches are really committed. They're committed to men, but they're not committed. They cannot be committed to a man. Because if she's with a guy who's treating her the way that she actually wants it to be, she'll leave that guy. Because she'll be bored with that guy constantly catering to her. This is why a lot of these women monkey branch. This is why hypergamy is what it is, but especially now with the modern day women. You know, modern women, they just talk to talk for any reason. I don't know where she was about to go with this health benefit stuff. But here's the thing. It is true, LeVar Ball said it best. When you find a woman that's 30 or older, she's single, there's a problem. I know women, they don't like to hear it. Some of you may be triggered, but don't be. Take the time to figure out what's wrong with you. You cannot say that you don't have a problem. Despite what these TV shows are telling you and these movies and TikTok therapists, as a woman, there are certain things that you're supposed to do and you're not supposed to be alone in your 30s. And if- Oh my God. Oh my God. Listen, shout out to the content creator. I think we got another one of her videos coming up, you know, instant fan. I'm not going to lie. Instant fan. I don't, I don't give a fuck what she looks like. What I know is that her information is pretty much spot on. Uh, I love I love the reaction videos. I love reaction videos in general, but the people that I use on these episodes are the people that I support and I do so so that other people can support them and we can start a little network. Like I said, I was I was trying to be like one of those people where and I don't think there's a lot of us where like we're like a representation of a, a talk show, like a late night talk show host, but my plans is to have like a, a late night talk show host with with usually three. I don't want more than three because it'll be too cluttered with three different uh, content creators. And we just talk about particular subjects or if a lot of people have things that they want to address, they can address or we can all incorporate, you know, our own um, topics to incorporate to it. Like, uh, that was that was kind of my thought process from the beginning. We did a, a red pill roundtable. It was a one time event. <laughs> it wasn't that it went bad. It was just you know we had we had one dude. He was from Arizona, so he was his time was back one hour, or I don't know how many hours. What three? Is that three or two or I think that's three hours. He's back three hours, right? So we got to keep him in mind. 
a couple of dudes from the Bronx that, that participated. And I forgot who else, man. I think it was another dude, guy who started listening and fucking with my shit a long time ago from um, Alberta, Canada. And we had all of us um, pretty much go over certain shit like abortion. And, like, it was it was interesting because I didn't realize that a lot of these people would be considered liberal in a sense. Where it's like, oh, abortion don't matter to me. Uh, guns, yeah, yeah, guns are dangerous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just sitting there like, so you guys know what the red pill is, right? They're like, oh, yeah, 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 we're cool with that. Yeah, yeah. I'm like... Dude, I'm like, I don't think you guys understand, like, whatever people, and see, this is the problem, like, whatever people tell you about something, until you actually learn about it, it becomes what it is from another person's perspective. So somebody that you naturally don't agree with will tell you information about something, and you actually agree with it. You know, you actually believe it, or you take it for what it is. You don't take the time to look into it. And like I expressed... The fucking red pill itself going mainstream would result in that. I want to give what I like to call a red pill road call. Uh, Lone Wolf Sigma. Austria D. Better Bachelor. Coach Greg Adams. Free Agent Lifestyle. Uh, Anthony Spade. Reacts. Um... Fresh and Fit, Tommy Sotomayor, um, DJ Academics, because he's he's Purple Pill, officially. He's he's doing too many connections with these with these fucking Manosphere dudes. And there's a couple other people I just can't think of off top. Subscribe to those niggas. Every now and then I'll have a Red Pill Road call, especially this woman. Uh, pink book lesson is it? I swear to God, man, I I keep forgetting. Uh, fuck. I already have this saved, so fuck it. Going over the last video that we listened to, there's a couple things I wanted to point out. The term common denominator. Women don't realize that they're the representations of the of just that. For a guy to be thirty and forty years old and be single. No kids, no marriages, nothing tying him down. He's actually in the best position that a man could possibly be in, especially looking into the behavioral patterns of these modern day women, these whorehounds that participate in um, Instagram foddery, OnlyFans trickery, and Pornhub um hibernating behaviors, okay? See, me personally, if a hoe is a hoe, it's okay with me. Especially if she's okay with being a hoe. Women are hoes and they're not even okay with coming to that understanding. They feel that by sucking tons of dicks, even with even with the bag, even with the shoes, even with all the money she obtains, that she's high value. You're not even high quality. But don't let these women fool you because this woman, the representation of the common denominator, stands strong with eight different men, right? Eight different men. 
just think about this. And she's single while all of the other men are in committed relationships, a.k.a. married, right? Married. Eight different men that she's dated and been in relationships with. That, let's just say, because of the degree of foddery that's been going on in our society, we can assume that she smashed all, well, she got smashed by all nine guys, or eight, excuse me, eight guys. The woman who's being questioned about this other woman's behavior is saying that she believes that toxic people aren't necessarily exempt from love, or toxic people can still find love. And what women, and what these type of women do is she will simply spread the blame to prevent from being self-accountable. Once again, she'll spread the blame to prevent being self-accountable. We know self-accountability is essentially kryptonite. We know self-accountability is their, the Joker to their Batman, right? Because anything that involves you owning up to doing what you've done incorrect is bad. And it's especially bad if somebody points it out, right? Now, it's funny. I only had, I can, I can be truly honest with y'all. I've only had one ex that was truly like that. And unfortunately, that was my previous one. And that... <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm getting old. That was a... That was... Damn. <coughs> that was close to seven years ago. I think... I think September would be seven years. That was my last relationship. And it's not that I went monk or anything. I don't want guys to think that. But shout out to the monks, to the Buddhas out there. I'm a smoking Buddha. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fuck that. I, I I ran through... I ran through like three, three bitches after that time period of that, of that breakup going forward. I probably went through three. And when I say went through, I'm not I'm not saying that I just smashed and dashed. I was still a blue pill beta male simp at that time. But there was that it was that final one. It was that final strike, that's what I call it. It was that final strike. And at that point I was like, alright, fuck these hoes. I gotta start making money. I gotta I gotta get me a car. I gotta stop bullshitting. I gotta be a fucking man. And through the grace of God, the most high, I was able to do that, right? And uh, here I am today, high as a fucking kite, on break at my job. This is a long break. You know, I usually do long breaks. I usually finish up most of my fucking work. You know, we're not even an hour into this motherfucker. It is 8.16 p.m., and, I'm, and I, I really want to go forward, but I have a couple more things to point out with that previous video. <clears throat> so, as I stated before, most men are submissive 
around attractive women. Most men are submissive around attractive women, regardless of claims. A nigga that say that's not true is a nigga that's fucking fat beach well bitches. This nigga sticking his dick in free free willy shaped bitches. Um, Moby dip Moby. Uh, oh, I fucked up. I fucked up. Hold on, hold on. Moby Moby dick shaped bitches. Fuck out. Uh, uh, flipper the dolphin shaped bitches. Fuck out. Bitches shaped like a, a sun kiss bottle. Fuck out. Fuck your life. Anyway, we're going to continue going forward because uh, <laughs> definitely feeling the vibes tonight. Definitely feeling the vibes tonight. What is the fuck? It's, okay, it's Wednesday. Damn, I wish it was Thursday. This week, for some reason, seems long. I've been bullshitting with this fucked up mirror for the past, I don't know, two months now. <laughs> At least two months since a dickhead fucking drove going like 35 miles per hour, 25, knocked my mirror off, kept driving. So that was cool. Now I have the money and I've, I've been had a mirror for like the past, I don't know, month. <laughs> Never gotten it fixed. So I'm probably going to have to do that this weekend. I'm just looking at it now. I'm sorry that I brought it up. I'm high. But if you if you really think about a relationship to a man versus a relationship to a woman, it it's common fucking sense why a guy wouldn't participate in it. For example, well, you know, dating already in itself, in a nutshell, is already a trap for men financially. It's his first lesson in life when it comes to most women. If this was like the 60s or whatever the fuck like old white people like to say, oh, the 50s were the great years, like to you, nigga, like fuck out of here. The fuck are these white people talking about? What the fuck is going on? I'm thinking a cross is about to be burned now. I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? The 50s, great years. What the hell's going on here? Hold up. <laughs> what the fuck? What's those pillowcases doing on your heads? What the? <laughs> We're just joking around for the spirit of Black History Month, and it's good that I'm playing this too because this is a this isn't a Caucasian woman. This is a melanated woman, and we're doing this for Black History Month. You know, I'm not going to acknowledge uh, Kamala Harris as an African American woman, and I don't even use the term African American. But even if I did, I would not consider her to be that. I do not consider her to be melanated, okay? It's just my opinion. I don't give a fuck what people say about me. I'm sure she don't care. She know niggas, she know niggas subscribe to her regardless. And people forget, I want to point something out too. And I actually want to acknowledge the left. I'm going to tell you why. Kamala Harris was the secret weapon. She was she was the extra clip to what Biden brought to the table. 
for one, it's opposite to Trump, so that's already a, a, a plus for a lot of for a lot of the lefties. And on top of that, you have this minority woman who's questionably black that black people would fucking subscribe to regardless. You got former vice president of the first black president of the United States with a minority who's half Indian, half, I don't fucking, I don't know. I don't want to be ignorant and I don't want to be disrespectful. I really don't. You have her who ties in a lot of the black the black women who never thought for one seeing a black man in office now seeing a black woman a, a quote unquote allegedly <laughs> an alleged black woman as vice president come on you know that's an automatic vote me I don't give a fuck about that shit I voted for Trump hopefully a nigga run again I'm vote for that nigga again I don't give two fucks about what anybody says or what anybody has to say about what I feel and the things that I bring to the table. Because most of y'all niggas aren't man enough to bring any of this shit to the forefront. This is why, this is like, like I said, when the rubber meets the road, who's the ones who are really going to hang on? Who's the ones who are going to enjoy the ride? And who's the ones that's going to be holding on to the to the fucking uh, the hand rest and shit? telling niggas to slow down. A lot of these guys can't catch up, so a lot of these niggas gotta get left behind. See, I can help a nice guy. I can't help a simp. See, nice guys have a tendency to simp, but their simping is actually genuine. So, it's almost excusable, but they need a crash course. A simp knows that he's simping. Okay? And no, simps, simps can be connected to nice guys in certain cases, but it doesn't mean a simp is actually a, a nice guy. No. The same way the nice guy, for example, uses his kindness as a weapon, right? His little shield and his sword, his white knight outfit. You know what I'm saying? He feels that having that is going to defend and be competition to the athletic guy, the basketball player, the football player, whatever analogy, the jock, you understand? But he's an outsider. He has no skill set. He's a fucking bum, no job, nothing to offer to himself, society, etc., women included. But keep in mind, there's other people in his same position that's getting more bitches than him. Right? You got you got beta thugs. Cause listen, the Pookies and the Ray Rays, the chat and most of the Chads and Tyrones were raised in a single mother household. Come on now. If a guy was raised in a two-parent household, that doesn't mean he's not a player. He would probably just have more. I don't even know what term to use to say this. Like, He would be more controlled in what decisions he makes. It's the same with women. I pointed out both ways. You see a lot of niggas, they got different, different kids and shit. They barely taking care of them. <coughs> you think they were raised in a two-parent household? 
Come on, man. Let's stop the cap. Let's point out the bullshit. Let's point out the fuckery. Let's point out the fuckery. We are going to continue to move forward. This is a long one. <coughs> I'm going to keep the same rule that I did before. And because we finally gotten over an hour of this podcast through, I know I can be able to get through all of this in a good enough time. And I'll just take most of my time to uh, type down some information on what I pointed out in the video probably every five minutes. But I think in this case, I'll let it play for the first 10 minutes and then I'll go in and give my little point of view. Today we have a classic case of the chameleon versus the traditional woman. Mm. Shout out to Let's Talk with Lapeef. And it shows exactly why these older women, you know, the ones in their late 30s pushing 40, why they are single. And I support black love, but this is also a great example of why brothers are having to go outside of our culture to find more traditional women. Now, let's be clear. This behavior is not the fault of the men. These modern women, they are raised to be combative, uncooperative, and just plain out of order. So let's go ahead and get into it. You have a non-black Muslim woman who's 27 years old, raised with a traditional family from the East, the only married woman on the panel. So the first clip is her first appearance on the show where they talked about what could women from our culture learn from other cultures in order to maintain relationships and even increase marriage rates. But instead of listening, the older lady on the show who was unmarried and also classified as a baby mama kept arguing with her instead. The topic again is why are so many women afraid of change? In you guys' culture, do you feel like women are afraid of change? Okay. Add some more context, JR, what you mean by change? Change meaning that um, toxic, toxic behavior, um, being loud and disrespectful towards men and to, and to themselves. Um, masculine energy. So those are just some of the things that I'm referring to when I say change. So here um, we have an issue where we feel like women have a problem holding themselves accountable or allowing other people to hold them accountable, not recognizing their mistakes. Um, they're trying to go back and forth with you. They are who they are and they're gonna continue to be who they are. That was a really great question posed by Lapeef. But did anybody notice the body language from the co-host? Did anybody seem to look uncomfortable when he said that people will never change? You know, they go back and forth. I'm going to let you look at that part again. Did anybody notice any body language here? Anybody uncomfortable here? Um, masculine energy. So those are just some of the things that I'm referring to when I say change. So here... Um, we have an issue where we feel like women have a problem holding themselves accountable or allowing other people to hold them accountable, not recognizing their mistakes. Um, they're trying to go back and forth with you. They are who they are and they're going to continue to be who they are. I don't even have to say anything. You can clearly see the people bothered by that statement because they fit into the category. And you can see who's not bothered because he is not describing them. Um, but in my culture, the women want change, but change does not come easily. And 
the men prefer to keep it traditional. So um, it's more of a, a tug of war in my culture. Women want to have more freedom. They want to be able to speak up and speak out more. And I think the problem is the men, they see the Western women and they don't want to see the Eastern women turn into the Western women. No offense to Western women, but um, the liberation that the Western world has seen for females has brought a lot of issues that haven't been resolved yet. And um, they only seem to be getting worse in the West. And the East is trying to avoid having to go through what the West right now that was Amira speaking right there and she said no offense to western women and i have to say that i'm not offended at all i'm a western woman and she's talking about the difference between the women in the west and the women in the east i'm not in my feelings because she's talking about the western women and i'm a western woman because it's true so what do you think yeah, are those so that's eastern versus western some of those unresolved issues that a lot of the eastern men don't want to subject themselves to as far as the Western women that they see. Um, women being unhappy. So it's a huge, um, <laughs> now I, I know maybe a lot of people will disagree with me when I say this, but Western women are very unhappy, no matter how they may act like they're happy, they're really not happy. And Western, I'm sorry, Eastern men see it. They can see Western women. They can see how unhappy they are with uh, you know, they got all their liberation and so and so on, but they're very unhappy. And if you look at Eastern women, no matter how oppressed you may think they are, they are really happy with their families. They're happy in their homes doing what doing what we ne we normally do. Yeah, there's always going to be problems. There are pros and cons of each lifestyle. But in general, Eastern women are happier. We have happier attitudes. We're happier at home. We tend to wear more flowy dresses and smile and we, you know, we tend to be, I don't know, just happier women. And I think um, Eastern men, they are afraid to see Eastern women turn into Western women, talk like turning into this person who's like, I got to go to work in the morning. I'm tired. I don't want to come home and cook for you. I've been out working all day too. I don't want to deal with those kids. I don't know, send them to daycare. They don't want to deal with having the woman turn into that. They want to have that woman happy to say, I don't want my kids to go to daycare. I want to keep them at home. That was Amir again, and that statement was also 100% true. They make more money than men over here. So I think that's also important, too, because wealth will determine a lot of things, too. So women, a lot of us have to work because our men are not making just enough money to take care of the entire family. So a lot of us are forced to work. So I think that needs to also... Um, kind of be said, your, your men are able to have four wives because they financially can take care of all of them and they don't have to work, which in essence wouldn't make the women a lot happier because they don't have stress of having to work and take care of home and children as well. Sounds familiar, huh? Sounds like your modern woman. Sounds like your feminist. Any Carrie Hilson, any level up queen, when they speak on having to have a man with X amount of money in order for them to be a woman. Let me translate that for you guys who don't understand Camille Nice. Basically, in order for a woman to be happy and for her to be able to cook and clean and not be tired and use work as an excuse, the man has to make enough money so the woman can do that. 
This goes back to that whole concept of high value men and men of means being the only men that deserve a woman that shows them basic respect and who's willing to fulfill her basic duties as a woman. When in reality, even here in the U.S. a long time ago, all of the women, they were not housewives. Some of the women worked part-time or full-time, but they still maintained their wifely duties. They made sure that the kids were on point. They cooked every single night. They packed lunches. They made breakfast. And it wasn't just housewives either, because even the women who had to go to work as a, a maid or, or a babysitter, they still did what they had to do. But this is your modern woman right here. They use the man's money and the amount of money that he has as an excuse to get out of doing this work that they don't want to do. Anyway, take a look at this woman right here. This is a 70-year-old grandmother, I believe, in Ghana. She keeps her space clean. I mean, she was even sweeping the concrete. She didn't even have wood floors or rugs or any of that. She woke up early in the morning. She prepared the food for her family, her husband, and even her grands that she had around. This woman still worked every day, too. She prepared food that she would take out to the marketplace, carrying it on top of her head for I don't know how long she had to walk. And then she still came back home, prepared dinner. She had to wash the dishes with her hand. She didn't have a dishwasher or a sink or anything. She had to wash all of her clothes by hand. She didn't even have a washing machine. And she also made sure that her husband, that he was good as well. Now, if that woman can do that at 70 years old, what is the excuse for the modern women over here in the West? What's the excuse? I'm not saying this to put any culture or anybody on top of another. I'm an American too, but, but can we not recognize the difference here? So I would call the statement before faux femininity or conditional femininity at best. Uh -oh. They make more money than men over here. So I think that's also important too, because wealth will determine a lot of things too. Like for you modern women, the man's wealth determines whether or not you're going to respect him or do basic life duties like cooking and cleaning. And I say life because you should be doing this stuff anyway. They make more money than men over here. So I think that's also important too, because wealth will determine a lot of things too. So if you look at the average man that's making 40K, do you think he could take care of a wife and three kids on 40K? Sounds no different from the modern women who believe that an average man making 40 or $50,000 per year, they believe that he isn't even worth being with. We've heard them say this countless times. That's another reason why you have a lot of them still single right now. They think that for whatever reason, they are still entitled to a high value man, even though they have kids in tow, they have no experience of having any healthy relationship with the man. They are not traditional women and they were not raised to be traditional women. They're not feminine women. I don't care how many classes they take. In real life, you cannot turn this on and off. And the whole thing about the man making $40,000 per year. You have Marias who come into our neighborhood every day to clean homes. This is while their husband Mario is out mowing lawns. That's what he's doing. And even though Mario may only be making thirty dollars or $40,000 per year, Maria is still a feminine woman. She respects Mario and she has no problem with cooking for Mario and their kids, even though she just came home from working, cleaning homes for other families. 
But Maria still gives him the respect that these modern women like this one, that they won't basically show a man unless the man is a high value man. So this is the first show that Amira appeared on. You had Anton on there and Lapeef. And then you had the two Ks, I mean, the two black women on there, as well as a younger Latina and a younger Lebanese woman. The black women took offense who believes that Amira's culture was being placed on a pedestal when the whole question was simply about the women in their culture versus the women of the West. And the other thing that seemed to upset them was that Amira, the audience took a liking to her. She is the real deal. She was raised as a traditional woman with her father, with her mother, and she's a married woman with kids. She didn't go off at all, nor did she get offended after the German shepherds came out, as Mr. <laughs> Jack would call them. So now we're about to get into the second week, this last show that Amir was on. Yes, German she came shepherds. back. Even after the German Shepherds came for, she came back. And this time, Courtney, she was so ready for Amira. She had done a lot of research on Amira's culture. She had watched one of Amira's videos on her channel because Amira, she has her own platform. And her goal was to get the audience off of her back because you had a lot of people in the audience shocked at Courtney's behavior. Oh, her true colors are coming out. So many different comments. Once and for all, she was going to come and plead her case against Amira the authentic traditional woman. And so this is what happened. Right. And Anton, Anton, yeah. Anton, said it, yeah. was, Anton specifically said black culture is trash. Okay, you're talking about more so from Anton, okay. Yeah, yeah, but I'm talking where we say our culture is trash in front of a different culture that only gave us, you know, a speck of them. But it's like, we all have problems. And as a black woman, I do get defensive because I'm not going to speak ill will of my culture in front of people that's not in my culture. I just not. I right, right. Like you can go inside of any restaurant, right, in the Middle East, and you can find this right here, like you would in the United States. I am a black woman from America and I am not going to act like we don't have a problem. This community is on fire. And newsflash, everyone sees it with social media. Everyone can see everything. It's no secret. It's on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, every single website on your mobile device. I guess all of our dysfunction is just hiding, you know, in, in plain sight. Um, I also know that with your culture, you guys have an honor uh, culture as far as with the Muslims. So what that means is that in the Lebanese community, they won't speak ill will. They will not embarrass, and I talked to Lebanese men, um, they will not deny anything that brings shame to their name or their community. You will never hear or be on YouTube where she's going to or anyone of the Middle Eastern community is going to speak ill will about them. They'll do it at home, but they're not going to get on a public platform in front of others. Um, I I understand what you're saying, um, but addressing problems, we have, um, mostly it's, it's handled in Arabic most of the time, so maybe you guys don't you see know. it, but it's all over right. YouTube. We're, we're constantly, language. yeah, right. we're constantly, yeah. if you go to a channel called Memory, Memory TV, mm -hmm. it's all in Arabic and we're all talking about Middle Eastern issues, everything, but and it's all translated in English, so we do talk a lot about it, even well, between 
That whole monologue, it sounds so familiar. Sounds like a lot of the anti-red pillars, huh? And it's funny how a person who never been to the East overnight became an expert on someone else's culture. And... Typical black women. Amira said that they do talk about their issues on public platforms. And of course, I hear white men complaining all the time. So yeah, other people, they are talking about their issues. That's the one thing that these black women cannot dispute. A white man's talking about the same shit that I'm talking about right now. Now he has his own flavor and his own ingredients when he cooks up. But I'm sure that white man cooks up in the same fashion that I do. And I'm pretty sure it's no different than how he will look at an airheaded blonde bimbo. Because I deal with white bitches too. So the, the behavior of the Western civilization, the women of the Western civilization, the way they expect things they want particular events they don't want the responsibility what am i talking about being a wife nigga the women want the weddings they don't want the responsibility of being a wife she wants the gift she wants the ring she wants the dress she wants the attention Why do you think the marriages end with them being the 80% that divorce? Come on. But you see how modern women, they do anything to change the subject, to get away from being held accountable. So I think that kind of was, you know, a little bit, but that's why I said on today, let's talk about your culture. And there's a lot of stuff that I learned and I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. So I think what I hear with black people in the Middle Eastern countries. Pardon? Dylan, as far as what I'm learning with, you know, black people and going to the Middle Eastern countries, how they feel, how they're treated. And even in your country, what I'm learning and maybe that you can shine some light on, which I'm just like... And here's where she pulled the race card. That was premeditated. She had this all planned out because she said she did her research. But Kate talked about having a shared history, a shared culture, shared tradition. I talked about marriage being about covenant, right? The whole buzzword right now is about marriage being about business. Business. Amira talked about family, family, right? So covenant is exchange weaknesses, right? So in traditional times, if you had a warrior family and you had a farmer family, the warrior family went to the farmer family and said, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna do this exchange. You get your son, you get your daughter, da 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 da, and I'm gonna make sure you're covered. You're gonna make sure I'm covered, right?" So if I was to pose the question to Amira, in that situation where you know the gentleman came and he talked to your dad, can you break down, if possible, if it happened at all? What was the exchange in the covenant, or do you believe that marriage is about business? Or was not an exchange? Because I'm learning, and even learning your culture, Amira, and tell me if I'm wrong, is that it's more arranged. You guys marry on social economic status, um, religion, 
I know you guys have a very high rate of dating within families, cousins, FYI, to keep money and wealth. So it's completely different. And so I think that's what we were missing last week is the culture. We talked well, about wanted, the religion, but the culture of it all. When you when uh, Rila was saying about the exchange or you said exchange, correct? I, I don't know what was said because that was a conversation between men and I don't I don't really know exactly. And I don't think either one of those men are going to tell me exactly what was said just because that's probably band talk. I have no idea. So Amira said whenever her husband and her father had to talk about them getting married, she don't know what was discussed because it was man talk. But did you guys catch the modern woman there? She brought up the fact that in Amira's culture, they even marry their cousins out there. Amira did not marry her cousin. But what do you think the purpose was for her bringing up that point? In a culture that will look at you as a black man is trash is a problem. And, oh, and I know because I'm listening. Oh, no, 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 no. I'll let you speak. Oh, oh. Who's the problem for, Courtney? Let me speak. Answer, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak. Problem and it might not be a problem for you, oh, but for God. me that represents new, for black love and black folks to, to come together <laughs> and that we have someone on there that, that culture legitimately looks at you as beneath them as a black <laughs> Listen, guys, this is coming from a black man. And this is Black History Month, and I got to be a little serious here. A man like me, I can't say I believe in black love. I'm just going to be 100% honest with you. A man who's my age, who's already been... Most of the negativity, I'm sure... Tommy Sotomayor explains this. I agree with him 100%, 100% relatable. Most of the disrespect, most of the problematic behaviors, most of the women who blatantly said, I'm a lame, I'm this, I'm that, I ain't shit, were black women, okay? So when, you know, God forbid you decide, hey, what else is out there? and you hook up with a, a Puerto Rican bitch, or you hook up with a white chick, all of a sudden you're a self-hater. But these were the niggas, and these, I'll call these women niggas. These were the niggas, because they love to call black men niggas on a daily basis. These are the, uh, these are the Rottweilers, the German shepherds that are problematic at best. And they were the ones that criticize you first. I'm sure a lot of men, a lot of black men understand. See, it really has nothing to do with the parents. It's all about attitude. And that's all I'm gonna say. I like to I like to talk about shit like that because it gets people it gets people excited because people think I'm just gonna come on here and just talk shit about black bitches. And I don't. I don't really go that route. People that I don't, I'm not against people who do shit. And a lot of them make valid points. I just feel because I don't necessarily deal with them or I don't date them. I have no real reason to talk directly towards them. I do use that as an example, ironically, for the reasons that they will judge me because I'm black. I can use that as an example. If 
if the news network and the news media can use that same exact example when it comes to a crime or something that takes place, why is it the black people or the black men, more importantly, who speak out about it, the ones who are targeted? Something to think about. You know what I mean? Black man, they have words when they're in the... <laughs> We go over there. Again, you still concerned about what somebody else thinks. Because they do. I don't care what nobody else thinks. I only care about the results. You're not the only one in the You're not the only one in the camp. Hold on. You're not the only one in the camp. She's putting words in her mouth. We're going to let her rock. We're going to let her hang herself. Go ahead. That's fine. That's fine. You don't have to worry about whatever no one thinks about you. That's fine. But guess what? They have a cold. And then legitimately, the old school Muslims from Lebanese have a cold. And I read about it and I heard about an old man that told me about that. That was. He said it's an honor cold that they have. That they will not speak ill will on their women nor men at all to anyone. They will hide it and they do because they, they have a particular prestige that they want to have. They will they'll deal with it at home like normal families do. But they're not airing their business out. You won't see not a white man, white woman, Mexican. Let's be honest. And I want I want you men, especially black men, to think about this. Do we as a black people have normal families? Do we have normal households? Let's be honest. Do a lot of us really know who our father was? Don't care about that. Outside of this show, women do it all the time. I don't care about that. We're talking about culture. You air your business out every single day, and you sit here talking about what somebody else is paying attention to. You sat here on this platform and aired your whole life out, and now you go sit. That was my decision. And it's my decision. Now it's my decision to say what I'm gonna say. I didn't sit here. And this is what happens when you guys allow these feminists chameleons to exist <laughs> as a part of the baby mama class she believes that now she can control what black men say she don't want them saying anything that's going to make her class look bad in front of the real traditional women when it's the women like her who are responsible for this destruction in the community and that part of them being in control of the community running the households that's why we are down bad as a people <laughs> we're supposed to let her tell the community what we need to do literally telling them bro i'm dead yo i'm dead right now bro she said we down bad as a people because it is <laughs> yeah you know what that reminds me of and i know this ain't fu- this is funny i don't give a fuck this shit is funny this <laughs> you know when you know when niggas be out here doing some like soft shilling niggas be out here cooning and shit for a check and how they they just be doing way too much <laughs> And motherfuckers, it's old head shit. Old heads would be like, that nigga set us back 200 years. <laughs> that's what that shit remind me of. That's like the, that's the female version of that nigga set us back 200 years. <laughs> Yo, this, this bitch said we down bad as a people, bro. That's terrible, man. And what should come out of their mouths? Damn bad. And you got pushback from me. 
so what? You're I right, still but had to still take wrong. Stand, your, and and you still can't you stand on your wrong, point. But I've been very wrong. consistent. When you brought consistently, when, consistently wrong on this. Time, <laughs> when you brought the white little lady on here, I said the exact same thing. When you bring anybody, I'm going to say the exact same thing. That's my stance. Again, it don't and matter. My stance is, your, your stance now, is against the person and what they look like and not the point. No, it's and not. And that's what it's makes you culture. wrong. No, it's it's, when somebody like say something. Called in the Middle East. I don't care. I know I don't you care. don't care. Wait, 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 guys, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't care. Again, what it comes back down to. I do. When it comes back, no, I'm about to say this last point, and then Amira, you can say it. What it comes back down to is that the argument that Courtney has against people is what they look like and whether or not that's relevant and no, what it is that not. they're saying. And Stop she's that. not arg she's not arguing against their point. She's that's arguing against true. their culture. Um, I hear all of you out and I can't speak for my whole, I can't speak for everyone. Look, uh, Courtney's talking about something that people call someone in a different country. Look. In Russia, they have things that they call people who are darker than them. In Russia, I was the N-word. In Russia, I get called the N-word because that's how it is. I can't, in every culture, there's gonna be people who are ignorant and racist. I don't speak for them when I'm talking to you all. I speak as Amira. I'm just Amira. Okay. And I, I love you guys and I love watching your show. That's why I wanted to be here because of the conversations. I'm not here to uh, represent Lebanon and the bad of Lebanon and the good of Lebanon. I'm just giving you guys a different point of view. All right. On that note, I think we're going to just tie that up because it really was really back and forth. The same problematic chick. I don't want to beat. I don't want to beat you guys to death with a dead horse, with a dead horse's head decapitated from the godfather movie um there's a lot of things that we're going to point out here and i made sure i stopped it at the right time so if i wanted to i can go an hour but i may just go 30 minutes to 45. um i have this all written down so so for starters it's the traditional woman versus the so-called chameleon Although this is just the MDW, this is the modern day woman. Um, for one, she's out of order. See, a lot of women, a lot of Western women in general, and it's not just black women, it's really Western women. They have a very short attention span. So if you ask them a question, they'll go into an entire conversation. And it's like, yo, bitch, answer the fucking question. You know what I'm saying? Like, And on top of that, she's she's problematic at best. This is your prime example of, Problematic at best, okay? Paps. These are paps. Niggas that be drinking the paps blue ribbon. Problematic at best, right? She also made some racist comments towards uh, this Lebanese woman. And also, um, we shouldn't care about what modern day... The, we shouldn't really care as men that modern day women are unhappy due to their promiscuous actions. I get tired of seeing these videos of women really complaining about their not being good men. And then you understand that she's a 304 and she went through tons of men 
And she had those options out of all those tons of men to try to hold on to something. And she just chose to ignore it until she reaches 30. We as men, we should not care that these women are unhappy. There were men who were broken and who were miserable because they invested so much into a woman at the end of the day who didn't mean shit. But those conversations don't really get heard. And even if they were, women would probably question the man's actions. Well, maybe you did something wrong. This is where the cheating, it's like the the cheater theory. This is my idea of cheater theory. Where, let's say, a woman just so happens to have sex with another guy at her little night at the club while her boyfriend is at work, right? Everything's fine because she doesn't have to mention anything. But once something gets brought up, that wall gets torn down, right? And that facade is completely torn down. And it's, it's the revelation, the reveal of what and who she truly is. And then you look at a lot of miserable women in their 30s. You have to question their past. Of course, their past is going to matter. When you get older, see the guys, you have to pay attention to a lot of these other men. These men will tell you that the past don't matter. They're like 20 years old. Of course, you're not going to give a shit about a woman's past. The fuck is wrong with you? When you get up, when you get closer to the age where you start seeing your friends in committed relationships, and maybe you're just one of those, you know, uh, blue pill thinking guys where you just have to follow the routine, you'll find yourself down bad, as uh, the woman addressed it as. Um, sincerely down bad. Completely fucked. And mostly it's you'll you'll mostly be railroaded. So it's not it's not necessarily a uh a major ordeal at the end of the day. Like most guys, if you think about it, like we we almost know what we're signing up for, which makes it worse. So like we'll see like all of the divorce, we'll see the divorce statistics, we'll see what's going on in the dating world, we'll see women who, who complain about an app that technically they were responsible for. These women wanted the options to approach men first, but then they boohoo and complain when they start getting rejected. That's the attitude of more problematic, out of order, modern day women, okay? This woman, an Eastern woman, uh, was talking about how the Eastern men fear the attributes of Western women rubbing off on Eastern, more traditional women. Now, that's very important to point out. There's places right now in China, this is starting to rub off places in Asia where it's just starting to rub off where these women have been motivated by Western women to do their own thing, not worry about a man till they're 30. I mean, excuse me, until they're 30. Is it Shanglu? Shangli? Shangli? That's what they call the women who are over 30. It pretty much means uh, leftover. Leftover women. <laughs> it's a beautiful it's a beautiful world we live in. And you know what's fucked up? I'm just a cynical motherfucker at this point. I've I've kind of came to that realization a little bit back that you know, if women if if things are what they are, I'm not going to necessarily be on a, a hunt or even have a thought of women. 
and it's, it, it becomes difficult. You see bad bitches every day, you know, if you're around certain places. I work around very attractive women, but I'm, I don't, I don't, I don't really like participate in all the other fuckery and the bullshit because I know my work life and who I am. It can't contrast. It's, it's, it's not possible. It would be like a, I don't even know how to describe it, but the Eastern men see the activity that's going on in the West and the sexual promiscuity that is being expressed from the West. They've seen this interpretation through such things like the slut walk and that representation and that meaning for those particular Western women. That's how they look at the West, which makes sense. Guys, ironically here, we look at the women over there as, wow, they're appealing. Wow, they're actually more traditional. And these are guys who been with women more on a relationship sense, but still smashed women. They're just more of the relationship guy. I don't believe that you should be criticized whether you're doing red pill or just as a guy, if you feel, it's not that you feel comfortable. It's just, if you're in a relationship, you're in a relationship. Like, motherfuckers is not trying to end marriages or relationships, even though I don't, I don't believe in marriages. I don't, I don't spread that towards the, the friends and the family that I have who are married, obviously. But if somebody asks, if somebody asks me, I'll tell them, directly like now I don't believe in marriage in that sense not with today's women that would that would be my exact response and trust me I've had these conversations before with women I've had these conversations before with a lot of family members and I'm usually I'm usually direct I also want to mention something that fear that that eastern the eastern gentleman had is based off of a video that I had responded to yesterday. Was it yesterday? No, it wasn't. Oh yeah, that's right. I was supposed to uh I was supposed to do the response today. I actually did something this morning, but I forgot that I did it. Then ended up deleting it on accident before I went to work. So I didn't have anything for the morning. I apologize. I usually am on point, but I'll do something tomorrow morning based on it. But just to give you guys a little sneak peek, um, Anthony Spade did a video, shout out to Anthony Spade, where he talked about the five type of women to avoid. And starting off, this can be broken down to Western Western, Western civilized women. Um, With number one, not going through numbers, but just saying, with one being the gossiper, two, the emotionless women, three, the performer, Four wall bound thotties. Four, I said, did I say three? No, three the performer. Four wall bound thotties. Five the puppet master. And six the chameleon. I put the chameleon last. And we'll talk about all that shit come tomorrow morning or most likely tomorrow. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to be doing tomorrow. I think I'm just going to be doing off the top going forward for the rest of the week. Just because, like, 
I mean, I can I can do videos and responses and shit, but I really want to I really want to focus on a particular topic. But I do have a lot of other things written down, so I do want to go through these things. I want to at least wrap this shit up or have this shit wrapped up by 9:45, which will give me 55 55 15. That'll give me 30 minutes to wrap everything up that I need to in this building before I can finish my eight and hit the gate. Uh, let me get back to my notes here if I'm able to do so. Okay. So we're dealing with an Eastern woman. It's in Lebanese. I don't, I'm, I'm, I, I might be just ignorant, but she did mention Eastern women and Eastern men. But with all that being said, the black woman, who is in fact the problematic at best woman in this video, a perfect example and illustration of such, um, she's completely over talking. She's she's being she's being problematic for one, right? She's being problematic, over talking, and being illogical. Okay. Keep in mind the other woman. The traditional woman is married with children and being ganged up on by the fuckery. Right? She tries, the black woman then tries to disrespect the Muslim culture. See, this is when shit gets out of pocket. And me, even though I'm a black person and I am not Muslim or Islamic by any means, but I have no ill will or disrespect. I don't like to see different cultures and, and people like that get ganged up on. You know what I'm saying? And that can be anybody. You know what I mean? Gay people too. I don't I don't agree with the lifestyle. But I also won't participate in just sitting back and, and talking shit directly and using all that shit that'll get you silenced. I wouldn't quote unquote bash a man for his sexuality, because that's suspect. Why the fuck would I pay attention to a man's sexuality like that? But that's neither here or there. But she disrespects the Muslim culture. She's disruptive and disrespectful to the host and anyone who disagrees with her. So not only is she problematic towards the traditional woman, but because the host is actually trying to keep the show structured without having this problematic bitch lose viewership, causing the fucking channel to lose viewership because of these toxic fucking behaviors. She begins to black out and bug out on the host. And the host has to bring order back to the show. A nigga like me, I'll just cut the bitch's mic off. You feel me? See, I respect Fresh and Fit because they bring, they bring bitches to, to their establishment. I, I don't do no shit like that. At least Myron, he got his that's his that's his pad. I'm there with I'm there with fucking razor blades, shotguns, crossbows, um, flash grenades. I got I got three Mexicans on top of the roofs with three with, with M16s. I got three MS13 niggas with M16s on the rooftop. I got I got I got security everywhere. If a bitch gets out of pocket or if a nigga wants to get out of pocket, it's going to be a bad day for him. You know what I mean? 
if I were to ever get to that particular point in life where it's like, okay, we got a space for you. This is where we want you to record. Um, you know, anything that you need, you can do here. You can smoke here. You just can't leave alcohol, et cetera, dumb shit like that. All right, cool, bet. I'm hiring the fucking A-team. You understand me? I'm, I'm, I'm hiring cartels. I'm hiring... Uh, tight security squad. I don't I don't even want to understand what these niggas saying. They know what they have to do. When bitches get out of pocket during during our sessions, during our podcast episodes, that's if I even decide to bring women. I probably wouldn't bring women even if if I had a space. And that's something that I, I I've been thinking like bouncing back and forth because I was talking about late last year the idea that I wanted a cleaning company, which I still do. But I think I also want a nice space so I can, you know, have a good place to record. Maybe even just a studio pad. I would I would I would I would much rather have like a studio pad. You know what I mean? But I'm just taking long run. So even like beyond beyond like all right people go one on one right they have debates cool you know they have them on their platforms or they'll have it through what's the what's that app called fuck i don't remember um damn and i'm think skype my bad there there you have it they have their debates on Skype and shit like that. Like, I would have things like that, but I would want, like, more of a studio apartment. You know what I mean? Something nice and spacious where I can just have one designated corner. That's all I need. <laughs> you know what I mean? My spot right now, my room is just way too... I can't really maneuver much. I have a fucking big TV hung up, wall-mounted in the corner. Um... I'm trying to still I'm still trying to get a new laptop, but I didn't realize that I actually get paid very soon. So that may be a time for that. But uh I gotta buy a desk or I want a desk, a nice desk that I can have set up in the corner. I wanna be focusing more on my music coming soon, but I, I've been I've been doing both either way, so I'm not gonna stop podcasting. I'm just gonna put a lot of focus on my music in the upcoming days ahead, weeks more or less, possibly months, who knows. Um, but remember, she's not only being disruptive and disrespectful to the host and anybody who disagrees with her, she's being disrespectful to the woman, disrespecting her culture. Then you have to understand that the traditional woman stated without really saying it directly that she understands the man's private space. Which is something that the woman wasn't going to point out, but I'm going to point it out. She understands the man's private space. I, w- I was I, I put it as the man's space, but I don't want people to think that it's the manosphere or nothing like that. I mean, like, she understands the man's privacy, Okay. Most modern women are so used to 
social media and finding out who somebody is before they meet him that they jump to conclusions. This is where a lot of these women fail. This is why a lot of these these women are broken and miserable at the end because they spent too much time riding the CC, the cock carousel, and participating in professional cock hopping. These professional cock hoppers are just beyond beyond any 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 idea that you would think where you wonder why for some reason that somebody a man from the east feels that the women in his area is getting the influence from the western women if that doesn't ring an alarm then i don't know what will and a lot of women will not understand this until they're until they're my age and it's too late we're not really interested in you because you probably have you know leftover kids we're not interested in being stepdaddies and number two your past will reveal itself. At your age, your past will reveal itself. If you feel alone or depressed or you're not married or you're not in a relationship and you're past 30 and you show that energy, your attitude going forward is going to display everything about you. Oh, you have kids? Okay, where's the father? Oh, he's locked up. He's this and that. He ain't shit. He's this and that. Well, that, what what makes you? What does that make you? What does that make that child? Women have to start thinking more logically when it comes to the man. I'm not telling you to treat more, more men with respect because you're going to do whatever the fuck you want anyway. I'm telling you that when you decide to sleep with a man, you better appreciate that man because that man's going to be responsible for that baby you have. And you shouldn't rape him and rob him through the court systems. You should actually hold him accountable and responsible as a father to help take care of that child. We're in situations and we're in communities that that promote this single mother lifestyle way too often to where the man is purposely taken out of the picture. The man is, is purposely set aside. The man is purposely set up into the court system, set up into child support, into restraints to where he can't even see the child that he's supposedly supported. Hmm. Men... Women wonder why men like myself will talk the way that I'm talking. I've had so many family members with so many kids, and I have female cousins with, with, with four kids and the stereotypical for the government and just, you know, getting getting all of the benefits and housing and all this shit. And so it became, in my opinion, a an idea or it became in their opinion a advantage to have children and to not only have children but not have a father around so you got one woman with four or more children how is she taking care of those four or more children or how else would she be taking care of those four children and see these women will these are the same women that will say that they need a man. They don't need a man. They've had the government. They've had the programs. They've had Section 8. They've had welfare. They've had all these opportunities, right? And what 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 do they do? What do they do with those opportunities? What happens in the long run? Where do they go to get their benefits? Where do they go to get their support? Where do they go 
to get reinforcements. The government, the police, the man. See, don't get the game confused. I don't promote black love. I don't. And I'm not necessarily against people that 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 promote it. I mean, no, I'm against I'm not I mean, I'm not for it. I haven't experienced it, so I can't say that I'm for it. I'll just put it to you like that. I won't be as ignorant as I want to be. But since I've never experienced it, I'm not for it. I'm not willing as a man to put myself out there with a woman that I know I'm better than. I'm just going to be honest with you. Me going forward, I know that I'm better than these women that pretend that they want something higher than me when I'm I'm already better than them. See, like, I'm already better than them. I hate to keep saying it, but, like, think about it, man. I want y'all to think about this. You are willing to pedestalize a woman that you are actually better than. You're stronger than. Nine times out of ten, you make more money than. Nine times out of ten, you're more educated. And no, not book smart. I mean street smart. Right? You know how to make money without putting yourself out there like a whore or a prostitute. You know what a hard day's work is. You're already better than them. And I'm not saying this to downplay women. What I'm saying is, and I'm sure a lot of women can secretly agree with this, men pedestalize you as a woman way too much. And see, women are, some women are realistic enough to know that that man is either too good for her, meaning she has her past or whatever, and she's just not willing or ready to commit to a guy like him, or she's just a whore. See, there's, there's no in-between. I, I get tired of these women who say, but not all women. I never said all women. So I don't want to get into these arguments with these type of non-productive-ass bitches that's not doing shit and not making money to begin with. Plus, you looking at you looking at niggas that's making five times more money than you're making, and you're not bringing any fucking skills to the table. You're not bringing any fucking effort to the table. Hell, you can't even be accountable for your fucking mistakes. What the fuck? What, what, look, listen. <laughs> listen, man, because we're going to still cook up. We're going to still cook up. I can, I, can, I can finish this whole operation, that, this small operation that I have before I leave in a quick time period. Why, why is it when romance, see, think about the term romance, right? What does that really mean to a man? What does romance mean to you as a man, especially a red pill thinking, red pill wear man, especially a MGTOW individual, a MGTOW fighter, a MGTOW soldier, a MGTOW monk? What is romance? It's nothing. It's bullshit. It's not. See, like, a man breaks down romance to sex, pussy. I mean, most guys, like, we don't. We have women. I'll put it to you this way so a lot of women can understand this. There's women we've had sex with 
and then there's women we've made love to. Now, I know the made love to part sounds very beta to a lot of these so-called alphas, but these are costume alphas, and they have fucking emotional problems themselves. So we're not even going to go too far in the alpha, sigma, beta categorized bullshit tonight. What I'm saying is, there would there would be no reason for a guy to not simp, right? If a woman was not promiscuous, or if a woman was more productive, or if a woman was simply more traditional. But that's not happening. That's not happening. That's a negative. So I asked the I asked a woman, I asked the, the modern woman, what is it left for men to even participate in? Dating apps are trash. Dating apps like Bumble are actually catered to you, and you complain because that top percent that you aim for doesn't message you back. Wow. Boo. Poor you. Like, who gives a shit? Like I said, I don't care about... See, it started off, in my mind, as like, I have no sympathy for single mothers. I just don't. It started off like that, and I still feel that way. Then, when the single mothers by choice movement kicked off, then it was just heightened. It was on steroids. But then I thought about it, especially tonight, when it comes to modern-day women... Is it like, is it just me or is it like, I don't really care about their problems. Like, oh, I have a problem finding a man. Sure, put it on the internet so I can laugh at it. Sure, put it on the internet so I can respond to it. But I don't feel sorry for you. Because you represent the women who've had too many opportunities and you just simply had too much. You are now malfunctioned. You're, you're, not, you're not able to provide anything towards a man oh but i have all the skills no you have all the bodies bitch see that's what bothers me with women see listen i'm I'm gonna tell men just like this women who who brag about their sexuality and shit you should never deal with those women long term you are essentially asking for a catastrophe to take place. You are asking for an absolute disaster. The women, and see, I figured this out. Women don't need talent to suck dick. You understand? it? They really don't. They need practice. They don't need, it's not a talent. Making a God come is not a talent. Me inserting my penis into a woman and satisfying her, to me, is not a talent. It's a God-given natural ability. And thankfully to the most high, things have worked out for me when it comes to specifically pussy. Feel me? Oh, relationships and even connections, which therefore affects any idea that I have looking at a woman sexually without... All right, like, for example, MGTOW, MGTOW guys, I think, are a little bit more direct.
but this is like a broad this is like a broad spread canvas it's similar to the red pill i know another guy who will listen to what i'm saying and say oh man that's not this 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 you know costume alpha type dude then you got the beta care bears all oh, see this is the toxic behavior that you know my girlfriend told me about like get the fuck out of here we don't deal with sissies over here we don't deal with that soy boy sissy boy sissy man Batiman is 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 not welcome at the Red Pill Party podcast. Feminists show up, and if feminists and see this is my thing, I don't like feminists. You feel me? So I just tell I tell women that straight up. Um, the representation of feminism is like the representation of the Third Reich. Like these women are aborting more babies than the fucking Holocaust deaths. These bitches are completely out of pocket. And, you know, it's 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 different if these women were just kind of noble about it. Like, yeah, you know, we're not proud of that. We're just, you know, we made terrible decisions. No, they celebrate. They have parades over abortions. These bitches out here parading over abortions. Like, yeah, we just killed a child. <laughs> bitches have T-shirts that say they have three abortions, how many abortions they've had. I'm not making this shit up. I'm not being funny. This is happening. Why Why ask a man why he's not participating with sleeping around with these fucking bitches? Why is it a big deal when a nigga says, yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing that? When anybody, when I say nigga, I say universally. I got a lot of white friends that I call niggas and they understand. You know what I mean? They don't use that. We don't, I don't, I don't give a. I don't I don't give the pass out to people, so that's what people are wondering if they're questioning that. That's not that's not what I do. But why would women be so surprised when guys go, No, I'm not I'm not I'm not dealing with these bitches? Why is that such an issue? Like if this was the opposite from it's just some by by the grace of God, we wake up the next day and all of a sudden, 80% of, um, 80% of men, 80% of men were only looking for 20% of women, but those 80% of men have the money. Those 80% of men have the resources. Those 80% of men have the looks, Right. And they're only aiming for 20% or the top 20% attractive women. What would the 80% of women do? Come on. Come on now. It would be worse. See, misandry is such a unused term. If you say misogyny on YouTube, they'll probably try to flag you. But I guarantee you, if you say misandry, man, that may, it may pass a bit. Because women are so used to playing the victim card or to use what is considered conditional femininity when they can be macho and they can act masculine and they can say they're better than a man until they need help from a man. All of a sudden, you know, I'm a little girl. All of a sudden, I need help. You know what I'm saying? Where do I have this at? I know I have this somewhere in this motherfucker. 
I gotta catch up with my motherfucking um with my sounds, man. You know what I mean? But all, all of a sudden these women become little children. They become they become little schoolgirls all of a sudden, right? Before they're masculine. Oh yeah, I'm better than this. I'm better than you. I'm just as good as you. I can do just as much as you. I work as just as much as you. Then they need help with something. Is this easy mode? Soon as they need help with something, they turn they turn into easy mode. Easy mode Susie. <laughs> easy mode Susie. All of a sudden she needs help. She needs a hand. Oh, why can't you do this? You're supposed to be the man. Is this easy mode? Nah, bitch. You want it to be strong and independent, you got it. It's just when I hear strong and independent, when I hear... Shut up! That's what I did. When I hear women talk, when I hear women talk about they're educated and they don't need a man and this and that... That's what that's what I'm saying. That why you gotta question women sometimes. And it's about it's really about, like I said, it's understanding women. I think the more we understand women, I think the men who have this hatred towards women, they need to understand women and understand the nature of women so they can come to an understanding and not be as not be as much as a bitch as he, as he shouldn't be and really just come to terms with these harsh realities. So women, bitches who get out of pocket, I'm not even going to say women. And I think women understand the difference between a bitch and a woman, right? Not all women are dogs, but there are female dogs out there. There are trifling hellhounds, uh, whorehounds, you know what I mean? Puppy rot rollers out here. Running the fucking muck. We're not playing around though. We're gonna start shutting this shit down. <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna start shutting this shit down. You know what I mean? Because like, once the man realizes that he's actually in control, that's when things start to work out. See what happens in our society is so many things. Look at Valentine's Day. Look at the holidays. Every kiss begins with K. Look at all of these slogans. Look at all these diamonds. Look at all this jewelry that you should get your woman. Valentine's Day. Look at the candy. Look at the flowers. Look at the jewelry. Look at all these things that you should get women. When does this all come back to a guy? I just want to fucking know. I want to understand this. Add that with the fucking level and the behavior of a lot of these bitches today. It's just unexplainable. Like, there's no reason that a man would openly invest in that. With with everything going on today, it's I don't under I don't understand it. I just don't. There's one thing I do understand. Even at times where I say to myself, you know, it would be good to have a woman around. I still have to say to myself, well, damn, look what I have going on. Like, do I really want to put all this shit in, in jeopardy? Like, over one bitch? 
Nah, I don't think that's going to happen. Don't think that's going to happen. And look, I'm not I'm not even going to blame I'm not even going to blame the day and age. I'm not going to blame social media. I do put a lot of the I put I put a lot of the blame on dating apps in particular because it promotes or it continues to promote the nature of women. And the women don't understand that when things like Bumble take place the men who create the, the no the men who put in the money and who subscribe and, and, and provide probably some of the millions and millions of dollars to the corporation, they're not getting what they're paying for. They're barely getting swiped, let alone being hit up on the DMs. So naturally, the guy would be considered the first one to approach. But you took all that away. You made it so you guys, and I say this before, I'm going to say it again. Y'all made <laughs> the group of people that deal with the least rejection, that can't handle rejection, and you deal with women, and you're, and, you're, and you're telling women, the people who do not approach, to have the power to do so. And you wonder why things went wrong. Unbelievable, man. 9.34, man, we're wrapping this shit up. Another 10, 11 minutes. Give me enough time to go in here and finish everything within the 30-minute time period. Uh, You know, it's funny because, like, when I was getting into this whole conversation, I, I, I wasn't necessarily thinking even, like, all right, it is Wednesday, so Wild Woman Wednesday. I was going to call it Wicked. Women Wednesday, but I don't think there's nothing wicked about these women. They're just promiscuous. They may be wicked. They may have the spirit of Jezebel. I don't know what else these bitches have. Demons and shit. All these type of uh, knife gates of hell type possessions that these whore, these whorehounds have. I don't know. But I do think it's becoming something that's too normal. Where if a guy wanted a long-term relationship, would he really consider any of these women that we've mentioned? Any of these women that you've heard? Besides the woman who's hosted uh, both channels. You know what I mean? Besides her. Would you really want to be the knife guy that this woman's complaining about having eight men and not being married? Would you really sign up to be that knife guy? Just really think about these things. I want to leave with my final thought, I'm like Jerry Springer right now. And I'm not going to just settle down. I'm going to cook up on the way out. See, women have to understand. You essentially get what you put in. But because you're a woman, you actually get double, sometimes even triple. All you got to do is put in the effort. That's all you got to do. Don't go around from guy to guy. Learn how to be obedient. And yes, learn to be submissive. Because the guy, in one way or another, he's going to be submissive to you too. When you're sick, he's going to be that person that attends to you. 
or he should be at least. And this is for guys in relationships. I'm not talking about niggas dating. I don't want guys to be, I don't want guys to turn into that. But you guys should know what I'm talking about. Women should understand that we as men deal with more issues than you deal with. That's just the, that's just the truth. We are pressured in so many, we're pushed and pulled and we're, we're put in so many different stressful situations. The politics damn near separated man and woman if you looked at the demographics because you had a lot of black people that were, that were becoming more conservative and becoming more Trump supporters and you had more women, i.e. black women especially, just automatically democratic from the, from the jump. And you had that separation. And that started something big because I believed if we if we still had who we had before, I think things would have would have only gotten better. And I want y'all to realize something and really think about this. In the time that this the the former president of the United States was in office till right now. We've had multiple test trials of vaccines that were supposedly approved, but then people started dropping like people started dropping like flies because of it. People have had negative reactions. I'm blessed, knock on wood, if there's any, that nothing's happened to me because I've had two of the shots. But I've stated I'm not getting the third one. Fuck that shit. I'm not getting the third one. The booster and all that. I'm not getting that shit. Y'all already took my y'all already took my fucking DNA. You feel me? I'm on some Alex Jones shit right now. Y'all niggas took my DNA already. But in the process of all of this shit happening, people have died from the vaccine. There's more people. You got certain states. I forgot which state that just said fuck that we're not make we're not making any mandatory vaccine laws none of that shit suck our dicks that's what those niggas said i didn't say that that's what they said i wish jersey was like that but we ran by a bunch of scary democrats i don't i don't see look i i get political cuz like i i know the struggle i know what this shit is all about at the end of the day you feel me i know it's two wings of the same bird but when you really think about it it's it's deeper than that It's deeper than that. The conservative mindset is almost deeper than a Republican mindset because really, what is that? That's just a political party. But as a black man, especially with black history, and I might do a little, you know what? It's a good idea. Let me see something. Probably do that tomorrow morning. The... Republican origin. We're going to do that tomorrow. We're going to do the Republican origin tomorrow. And I want to bring up a lot of important factors. Like I said, I wasn't, I was actually sarcastic at first when I mentioned the whole black history thing, but I do think to mention a few, you know, important things that I think should be incorporated in black history, that would be cool. So I think tomorrow, talking about the Republican Party and the origin of that and the effect that it had on the black people at that particular time, 
you can probably compare that to today, of course. I'm not telling people to be Republican. I just want to mention a broader perspective of black thought. I believe black thought are just um, the opinion of an outspoken black individual is very important in this culture simply because there are so many black people who think one particular way. So much so that if somebody goes and thinks outside of the box and goes beyond the boundaries, he is seen as a fool at first. But then he begins to realize the mindset grows on people. There's other people who relate to it. There's other people who experience that more than the so-called baller lifestyle that a lot of these people try to proclaim to live. Like I say, I live life in a more realistic lens. It wasn't always that way. I can't say that there's a part of me that wish things were a little better. But God damn it, I've been in a lot worse places dealing with a lot worse people. I'm doing better now by myself than I've ever did with people. So I always I always express this to women. This is just from a Sigma male lone wolf mindset. For me, being away from certain people, that's been the best thing ever. So why would I choose to really incorporate many, in some cases, any people going forward? If I made the progress that I told you guys that I made earlier, which I did. 15K plus more a year than what I was making three years ago. I mean, that's kind of a big deal since a lot of people work at jobs for four years and still get paid the same amount. Besides the little raise that they get every year if they if they work minimum wage. And I'm not a person who talks down on many people because I've been in situations that, you know, many people fear to be in. I've been in, you know, I've been in dealt with trials and tribulations and dark, dark times that most people, most men wouldn't be able to handle. Now, me getting through it, does that make me a stronger person or does that make me a more stubborn person? I think it just makes me a more stubborn person. I thank God that I'm who I am because if I was somebody else, I probably wouldn't have been able to handle the problems that I've went through. And those trials and tribulations, like I, like I talk about in the book, like I'm talking about now, it becomes more of a learning experience. It's something that I can, I can display towards other people as a way to reach out, in a sense, and tell them, yo, I'm, I've been in those situations. You think, you think guys, and this is something women got to understand, you think guys going their own way, that's like, you think that's really something that we want to do? Or is it something that we have to do? That's what I want to end that off with. Men going their own right, men going their own way, right? The red pill, the harsh realities. You think we want to make that decision to just leave y'all bitches alone, to leave women alone, and focus on what we have to do? In some cases, yeah. In a lot of people, including myself, it's more beneficial that way. But we would have it the other way if women could simply cooperate. And not be whores and hell uh, and whorehounds, and, and fucking smuts, right? It it's not gonna work. So because women aren't willing to negotiate, and women aren't able to come up with with anything beneficial for a man who may not be a part of 
the fuckery that's taking place. These are the men who are focused. These are the men who are making money. These are the men who've been in relationships and know what relationships are about, but we've been around with women too. So it's not like it's not like we're promoting ourselves as if we're anything higher than who we are. We we are what we are. We don't cover ourselves up in makeup. We don't really put on too many fronts. Yeah, we put on fronts, certain fronts around women we like. I think women can point it out more, and I think men sort of smartened up and been more Sigma-like when it comes to dealing with women and not revealing so much. Because you'll have an alpha male who'll reveal too much about himself, and then the woman won't be interested in him. That happens too, you know. I, I I don't know where these niggas, these alpha males, not all of y'all, but some of y'all niggas act like y'all bulletproof. And I don't know what's wrong with y'all. I need to cut it out. But anyway, in the meantime and in between time, it's 945. So I'm getting ready to wrap this shit up, do the rest of my eight and hit the gate. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. This was kind of an impromptu. It's me just being realistic. And I think... You know, every now and then, you know, it's good to react to content. But like I said, I used to do this shit for three hours straight. And I used to just talk. I used to just talk about my personal life. And I'm going to incorporate that a little bit more. But I'm also going to do it in a more, you know, slick fashion. But as I always say, in the meantime and in between time, Jersey Judah, Red Pill Party. Oh, shit. Red Pill Party Podcast. Excuse me. And... I'm done. I'm done. Tomorrow, Thursday. Is it going to be Thursday, Thursdays? Most likely. I'm going to make... I'm going to make tomorrow, Thursday, Thursdays because there's a lot of things that I want to point out. One, I am attracted to women. Two, I like women. Three, I would like to be with women. Four, because these women do not cooperate, I choose to not deal with these women. I don't negotiate with terrorists. We don't negotiate with terrorists. These women are representations of terrorists. They want your money, and if you're really good looking and have money, they'll jack you for your seed, keep the child, have you fucking in bondage with child support in the court system, and etc. There's no time for that, but there's no time to continue either. I got to leave. Until all that, I'm out. Peace.